time out. Can we get <laughs> muck muck guy banger? What did you call it? Muck I call banger. It muck banger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> imagining Richard Dean Anderson just stuffing his face for forty minutes straight. I want to watch it. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. What? what? We are fourth film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. Come on, yeah. And Juice. I can fix that. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Juice, what's this month's theme? This month, we are in Reanimator Month. We're going back to all of those really cool TV shows that we loved as kids and seeing how badly they fucked up the remake. So, this week, we decided to go with a pick from Jay. Jay, what did you bring for us? This week, we watched the 2016 reboot of the classic 80s series MacGyver, starring Lucas Till. We chose the episode Wirecutter, which is the fourth episode from season one. Jay, this month, since we're watching some shorter TV shows, instead of an elevator pitch, we need an escalator pitch where you sell us on this movie in five seconds or less. I love escalators. Here's your setup. You have just infiltrated an abandoned Russian factory where former KGB agents are trying to set off a nuclear bomb and restart the Cold War. Ooh, dangerous. But but wouldn't that be a... Just continue. You've successfully beaten the KGB agents, saved the scientist who built the bomb, and you're just about to disarm it when you realize there's a problem... You don't have a paperclip with you. Oh, oh no. What the oh, hell? Oh, no. Obviously, it's impossible to disarm anything without a paperclip. So, in the <laughs> five seconds left before the bomb goes off and the world descends into nuclear war, sell us on the new MacGyver. MacGyver and team shoot spy and MacGyver their way into stopping a Soviet defector from starting the next Cold War. Five seconds, like, on the dot. Boom. Wait a minute. All right. Where Thank was you. the closest Staples in relation to this abandoned <laughs> Russian warehouse? Because, like, he could just pop over. It's That's not Staples, it's question. Stavetsia. It's, it's Stopples. <laughs> going to make the same joke. I love you, Casey. <laughs> Our brains are broken. <laughs> Casey, because you're my faithful partner, you have the paperclip needed to stop the bomb. Unfortunately, you thought this was an elevator pitch, and it's an escalator pitch. So because you chose to run in slow motion, you're just not going to make it. In the five seconds before the bomb explodes and you realize you only made it half the distance necessary, sell us on MacGyver. American Matt Smith teaches me that guns can be tools not just for murder. Four Four seconds. seconds. Nice. Thank you. Well done, Case. I like that you called him American Matt Smith. Yeah, whoever he was, he just looks like... If Matt Smith fucked Iowa. He looks like Matt Smith fucked Iowa. It's gross. Oh, I'm not going to be able to unsee that His ears are literally corn. Before we get too into it, let's go over the television show that Shitty Cinema watched. We watched season one, episode four of MacGyver called Wirecutter, which I figured would be a classic MacGyver style episode. I didn't know. Can you really cut wires with paperclips? I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) All right, all right. 
An American spy has located the Russian terrorist Sevchenko and discovered a 10 megaton bomb. Sevchenko is a disgraced Russian colonel trying to restart the Cold War because his family lost everything in the fall of the USSR. MacGyver and his team are called in to help talk the field agent through disabling the bomb. But Sevchenko discovers her in the middle of the act and kills her, giving Team MacGyver extra incentive to stop him. Savchenko's bomb relies on ancient Soviet computer technology, and only the programmer who created the language can defuse it, obviously. That guy is Alexander Orlov, and fortunately, he defected to the U.S. and is in a nursing home nearby. You know, I mean, I feel like all nursing homes are universal, so you just go to one and you can find the old person you're looking for. Fair. It's like yeah, the oh, Dewey gotcha. Decimal System of the Elderly. Right, okay. So, the team recruits him and his elderly muscle, Victor, who has the passwords Alexander needs. The team rush to find the MacGuffin computer that can hack the Soviet warheads. Meanwhile, Patricia Thornton, the adult supervisor to Team MacGyver, is a one-woman machine who locates the bomb, figures out that they only have 24 hours before Sevchenko detonates it, captures the information needed from a courier, and then helps plan the infiltration. Oh, and also Alexander gets kidnapped from MacGyver. Team MacGyver locates Sevchenko in an old warehouse, causing a ruckus by stealing a truck and driving through the warehouse doors into a dramatic stack of boxes. MacGyver rushes upstairs and saves Alexander while Sevchenko runs. The team splits up to chase Sevchenko, MacGyver stays with Alexander, and they work on disabling the bomb. Drama strikes when the keyboard to the MacGuffin computer is damaged, but MacGyver MacGyvers the keyboard with some wire and large pieces of metal so that Alexander can hack the bomb with a Y2K bug, giving them 100 years to disarm it. Patricia stops Sevchenko because she's really the only capable member of Team MacGyver. MacGyver jokes around afterwards and has fuzzy camaraderie with most of the team while Patricia does the hard work, breaking the news of the agent's death to her family. Jay, I feel like you made that a lot more succinct than MacGyver actually made it. I appreciate you. Look at you. You could be <laughs> a CBS writer. Fucking doing it. And the waste thing. Yeah. a lot less people's time. Congratulations. Well, you know, I tried to cut out some of the superfluous stuff, which there was a little bit in there. Like the characters. I agree. <clears throat> but what was the most important <laughs> part of the original MacGyver series was the MacGyvering. Yeah. The making yes. making love out of nothing at all. Dave, I want to know what was your favorite MacGyver MacGyver moment in MacGyver 2016? Uh, okay, first of all, we have MacGyver. said MacGyver so many times MacGyver. it has lost all meaning to me whatsoever. We achieved MacGyver. semantic satiation like eight minutes ago. MacGyver. 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 Of the episode about <laughs> Angus Mac last name that we watched today. The only one that really landed for me was when Alexander got captured and Angus mm -hmm. goes in to rescue him. He finds this like wheeled cart in the Russian warehouse and he hooks it up to this spinning spool, oh, okay. slides huh? it behind him, kicks his chair onto it and then reels him in like the biggest Russian fish I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was Russian, an interesting rescue. It actually worked pretty well. The whole yeah. thing was made sense all the way through. It was actually a pretty well shot out scene. Elder fishing. Even after that, when they're running through the hallways trying to escape the Spetsnaz, and uh, Shovelface picks up two big-ass bags of flour, and MacGyver, like, cuts them <laughs> as they're running behind, and then he lights oh. it on fire and blows them up, I guess. 
Yeah, they used that to turn the entire hallway into a fireball. Okay, it was pretty but dope. MacGyver that was a pretty was awesome. Also MacGyver covered moment. in flowers, so why didn't he explode too? Because he they were outside was... the hallway. Yeah, they were yeah. outside the hallway. He was standing right next to a lit match. No, he was he was building the little timer device while they were running. Yeah, so that he could set the timer. Right, but he should have had Shovel Face get behind him rather than just like bukkaking (laughs) himself in flour. And then I'm supposed to believe that air flour ignites, but the air flour coming off of you like fucking pig pen doesn't? Okay. My favorite MacGyver moment was when he talked a girl through a video chat into turning her gun clip into a wrench. So she had a bullet. They needed a rent, or they yes. really needed a pen to open this safe. He's like, you don't have a pen? What kind of gun do you have? All right, well, take out the bullet and cut it in half and dump the gunpowder and then jam it in the clip bunny, and you've got yourself a wrench. And are you quarantined with a gun collector turned house renovator who has no tools? You can turn his Glock into a 3 8 wrench in three easy <laughs> steps. Next on Shoot This Old House, HGTV. You know, I'll say for this show, they really did... Keeping the theme of the old version okay. of trying to keep it action peppered. Oh, really? Because I feel like they they frequently incorporated action explosions <laughs> okay, I, I and jogging they to keep us invert interested. the relationship of action and tension that we have in the original MacGyver. And and this is really actually my biggest beef with the remake is that it sort of misses the point because this is super action oriented. It's much more like a, a spy thriller than it is the suspenseful kind of MacGyvering that we got in the 80s show, right? Because in the 80s show, there was a lot of emphasis on setting up tense situations where we didn't know how MacGyver was going to get out. And that was really the interesting part. The action was just supposed to get us to there and then occasionally provide resolutions for him getting out of the tense scenes but in this it's all about the action and there's no tension there's just these crazy scenarios where macgyver instantly just invents a solution it's not what i came for when i love the original macgyver okay maybe and i'm gonna preface this by saying i didn't watch a ton of the old macgyver it's mostly just something i'd pause on for a couple minutes while channel surfing But from what I have seen of it, that tension you're talking about only comes from the fact that the original Richard Dean Anderson MacGyver was really shitty at his job and got captured all the goddamn time. What do you mean? Like, every clip of him that I looked up prepping for this was MacGyver in handcuffs and MacGyver zip-tied in a room and MacGyver tied up in the tiki hut somewhere. And then he MacGyvered his way out of it. But dude got captured left and right. Uh Uh-uh. Do not kink shame him, David. You know better. Do better. I don't think it's kink shaming. I think it's more like he is the koala of secret agents. I think he likes, he likes being, being tied yeah. up. Why does he always MacGyver his way out of it then? Because he likes to edge. He's an edger. Dude. <laughs> That's not what that that doesn't work there. Also, same thing. At the very end, we get Shuffleface getting on MacGyver's case about the fact that he dresses like a fucking hobo. They're wearing the same fucking thing: a button-up shirt with two buttons undone and a leather jacket with jeans. Okay, like, Wait, okay. Is no, this no, what no. we're? No, no, no. Are we? Are we gonna get into Shuffleface? Because I have feelings. I have feelings. Are you that gonna I need get, to get into Shuffleface, um, Casey? Listen, we need to talk about both of the leads. Like, are humans getting more extreme looking? MacGyver, <laughs> the guy that plays MacGyver in this. All of the innie parts of his face are outie, and all of the outie parts are innie. Like, part of his acting is opening his mouth like a fucking carp fish. Are you talking about Lucas Till? Sure, if that's his name, I don't care. American Matt Smith. 
all of his proportions are wrong. And if they didn't think we'd notice, <laughs> open your fucking eyes, sheeple. That's not a normal person. That's a test tube, baby, 100%. And then Shovelhead, Eric Eads, I guess, or George Eads. George Eads. He was George on Eads. some yeah. show I didn't fucking watch. He looks like CSI. if Luce Will. He looks like if Luke Wilson <laughs> on a little like HGH. Like he looks like a Tom Clancy novel has come to life. Look at him. Yeah, he's got a, a that's that's pretty much the look that he's channeling. He I would cast him in the porn version of Beauty and the Beast as the hot shovel. Like him in the candlestick <laughs> double team <laughs> bell and get her ready for the beast, I guess. I don't know. I'd not I don't I mean, have time to write this porn. I feel like a bee stick's gonna be bigger than a shovel handle. I, if I you gotta, gotta be work with your you. way up. Gotcha. So it's like the candelabra and the shovel at the same time. No, it's the shovel, then the candelabra, then both, and then Mrs. Potts gets up on that shit. You know what I mean? Got to build calluses. Damn. That's some strong. I really porcelain. thought you were gonna go for a Gaston reference there, not the candelabra. Yeah. That yeah. was you took me for a. Loop a candelabra is a lot bigger than a human dick. So yeah, if you're working your way up to a barbed beast dick. Wait. The, the, I what ain't about fucking the, with Gaston. But I feel like, I mean, above the barbed beast stick, you have the grandfather clock. Like, what? what's his deal? That is for what, what when you your relationship... Yeah, that's for when your relationship goes south and you're going to leave the beast. You got to scale up to the whole clock. Clock cock. Gotcha. It's for real. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it was upsetting. Like, he's supposed to be handsome. And I get where some people could be confused that he is. But also, I mean, he is an inanimate object. Yeah, he's not unattractive. It's like Megan Fox hot. I, uh, he's mm. like a CG. He looks like a, a cartoon rendering of an action hero. Yeah, Uncanny that's exactly Valley. it, Casey. He looks like a cartoon rendering of, like, look how handsome he is. But I guess it's just really kind of square lines and flat features. He looks like the handsome Squidward meme, like where he has the like butt chin and everything and the long eyelashes. Mm. Like, yeah, if someone's yeah, but with the widow's peak. Yeah, okay. His hair was a whole (laughs) different trigger point for me. Yeah, it was full hawk and widow's peak is not a good combo. Plus a high and tight. It was a full hawk high and tight with a widow's peak. I think he had a dent in his forehead. It reminds me of when I think is it Rob Corddry was going bald on The Daily Show and they had the tiny hat meetings for him. Does anybody remember that? <laughs> That's what that made me yes. think of. I was like, it's like you have a tiny crocheted hair piece and I hate every second of it. Thank you. I got to pause because I got to call you out on some shit, Jay. Oh. You claimed at the top okay. of this that you picked episode four because you thought because it was called wire cutter, it was going to be some classic MacGyver MacGyvering yes. stuff. Yeah, that is not true. You picked episode four because you thought it was a time travel story about yep. young MacGyver and old MacGyver teaming okay. up with each other. Yep. Yeah, you're and right. It you're turned right. out that those were just the Russian versions of MacGyver. Right, right. Russian version of MacGyver and Shovelface. You're right. I was under the original assumption that Richard Dean Anderson was going to be in this episode and there was going to be some time travel and we were going to have new Lucas Till MacGyver and old Richard Dean Anderson MacGyver. And I was super in on that. And I was really disappointed to learn that Richard Dean Anderson doesn't really like the new MacGyver. Yeah, no, so he he's not in the it. New MacGyver. Yeah, Although he's fine blame. portraying the character for Mercedes Benz commercials. So I don't sure. really get where he's at on this whole thing. <laughs> he just doesn't want anybody else to be MacGyver but him, it kind of sounds like. Which, you know, okay, I respect that. 
I can I just say this? I feel like MacGyver got a little dark at some points, and Jay er, and Dave. I know we argued about yeah. this earlier. We both rewatched the clip, and I feel like you're a lot more optimistic about it than I am. But at the last scene, when they drop Alexander back off at the home, which can I just take beef with? He just saved the planet. And you're dropping him back off yep. at fucking well, Shady. Go back to your Save fucking planet. Like, like why don't you buy, like, you need to buy this guy a small house and a live-in care staff. Don't dump him at the farm. Right. Jesus. You need to read up on how we treat our fucking The MacGyver team decides to just shovel him back into a recliner in, in front of the Price is Right. And the nerd chick goes to sit with them and she's like, Oh, Price is Right. I love this show. Can I watch with you? And you can tell she's like, oh, why didn't I do that? And so while he's trying to get the remote to work and realizes he's going to have to bust it open to make it work again, he looks at her like, hey, we're going to do this. And she has the most sad, soul dead look on her face where I think she made this a really dark scene. Like, I think she felt like she was looking into the future. The tech nerd lady person always ends up in the home alone okay first of all they don't have a happy life first of all my issue with that scene is her (laughs) claiming that she loves the prices right no one fucking loves the prices right it's just better than watching qvc right it was the drew carey prices right options are limited at this time of day it's just what you put on second of all i feel like you are this is a fucking cbs television series you are asking a lot more of it than that channel has ever delivered so what if MacGyver and Shovelface are actually the same people as Russian MacGyver and Russian Shovelface, but like a timeline crossover? Yeah, are we back on the time travel thing? Oh, I see it might be. I'm telling you, this would be much more interesting if we had time travel. I would be in if the Russian versions were them time traveling somehow and like playing some roles. I don't care. Okay. We'd figure it out. So like, did they have to lemon party their doppelbangers to send them right back? Like, no. back to the right timeline? No. Casey, why what? would you go there? I told Come on, no. you all were going to hate me this week, and I'm sorry. Is- <laughs> this is exactly, if they were all young playmates, you'd be all into it. Don't old Russian shame them. Okay, so so do you want Alexander, who is the Russian, old Russian equivalent of MacGyver. MacGyver, banging MacGyver? Okay, or that's- they have to mimic the uh. old V young group, have to mimic each other. Okay, like but if I'm having like sex with Riley bed. Reed, I keep the lights on. Oh, the if, lights have If to I'm be having on. sex, yeah. If I'm having sex with a 69-year-old man, the lights are off. No, all lights are on. I thought this sounded familiar, and I had to check. College Humor made a parody of Looper seven years ago with the same premise. A lemon party? <laughs> <laughs> so what you're yeah. saying is that College Wait. Humor's copy of Looper should be the episode of MacGyver that we watched from 2016. Yeah. It ended in a lemon party? No, it... Okay. <laughs> have you, have that you that seen... That wasn't the same as my analogy. Have you seen Looper? Are you familiar yes. with the premise of it? Yes. Okay. So their version of Looper, the Bruce Willis character from the future, goes back in time to get a blowjob from himself in the past. Wait. Okay, so yeah, they lemon partied it. Good for them. Gotcha. I mean, there were other versions that came back, like, to film and cheer, but nobody else participated. And I feel like a lemon party, you need at least three participants. I was going to say, you know, two is, like, not a party. It's just a lemon gathering. 
Yeah. A lemon oh, hangout. A lemon it's a lemon okay. hangout. Yeah. A, a party three. Girl, Two you want is a, a hangout, three is a party. As they say. As they say. I guess one of the things that disappointed me about the 2016 MacGyver is that the MacGyvering wasn't as MacGyvery as we got out of the original series, right? So, mm -hmm. like, a really good example from the original series is MacGyver being tied up with zip ties, with plastic zip ties, in a room, and he pops open a portable heater and stretches out the coil, turns it on, and uses that to burn himself through and escape, right? Those are the kind of ridiculous, yes. awesome, tense scenarios that I'm looking for. And we just... Don't get that. I mean, I think Dave nails a good MacGyvery situation in the moment when he saves Alexander. And Case and I really enjoyed the MacGyvering over the phone the of wrench. making a wrench. But it still wasn't quite the same kind of thing that we got out of the original MacGyver. I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like you guys think. You, you guys mentioned earlier that it was, there was no like prolonged issue that needed to be resolved. It was like, right. problem, Everything resolution, was too tech problem, focused too. resolution. Like, I liked the mechanic MacGyver, like the more mechanical trouble situations, not just like, we need to type in a code here. We need to type in a code here. Like, don't give me that shit. I want to see more burning zip tie binds with hot, like ni hot knifing. I don't know. All right. I, I will agree with you that we did not get anywhere near as much tension and actual MacGyvering out of this. But I do need to point out, you guys said you went online and watched a bunch of clips of MacGyver yes. to prepare for this. You did not watch full episodes Correct. of MacGyver. You were seeing the right. absolute okay. highlight reels of a series that ran for I don't know how long off of it. Is that representative of what a full episode looked like? Guys, instead of trying to MacGyver the rest of this episode into something amusing, why don't we just get to the meat of it? Casey, 2016's Ew. MacGyver, Crazy. would you continue watching it? I'd really rather watch old MacGyver because it was made for me. I don't know who this show is for. I know it's not for me, but I'm. Sh it's been on four seasons, so somebody has to be watching it. I would like read it at the gym when I forget my headphones or my phone dies before Judge, before Judge Judy and Hot Bench. But I wouldn't continue to watch this if I wasn't forced to. Ooh. No, Juice. What about you, MacGyver the reboot? Would you watch it again? Oh man, this has actually been a really tough decision for me because, much like a lot of the other shows that I really enjoy in my life, circa CSI and NCIS. All of those daytime action or daytime adventure mystery crime shows, I actually enjoy them. However, I don't go out of my way to watch them. I watch them because they're on. So am I going to go out of my way to watch MacGyver again? No, but if it is on and there's, I just happen to have access to cable television, yeah, I will sit down and give it a watch again. I thought it was kind of fun and it definitely followed a formula that seems to work, like you say, Casey, for some people. So, Dave, how about you? I know you were a bigger MacGyver fan than I. Would you sit down and continue to watch the 2016 reboot of MacGyver? I actually really wasn't a MacGyver fan. I flicked past it from time to time. I am a Richard Dean Anderson fan, as we learned oh. with our Stargate series. That's true. Yeah, second you know, time in Reanimator Month, Richard Dean Anderson yeah, remakes. Yeah, apparently, apparently these days we really like resurrecting his properties. Why don't we just Casey hire him? <laughs> 
Casey, I'm not sure how you're confused who this is for. It's for people who watch NCIS and CSI and whoop, JAG, whoop. which, by yeah. the way, why do we say JAG instead of J-A-G? Why is that the only one that know, we don't and, initialize? But also, I, I don't, don't know. know anybody who watches those shows. Neither do I, and yet they continue to achieve record ratings, which is proof to me that television is dying inside. I'm like, sitting right the fuck upon here. Did something like <laughs> nobody watches like, it, but they just inflate the numbers? Obviously. Casey's not even acknowledging my existence. No, you I'm don't. I'm right here, Casey. You don't watch it. You just think you do. You've just I, seen too many commercials <clears throat> for it. No, I've watched way too many episodes of NCIS. And I think I've watched the entire series. So despite kind of dunking on it, I can see the appeal of MacGyver and these other formulaic shows. It's a television series that you can just turn on and flip through the channels. And if it's on, it doesn't matter if you've been paying attention thus far. It doesn't matter what episode is playing. You can just put it on and half pay attention and get what you need from it. I really wanted to like this, but... At the end of the day, there wasn't enough actual MacGyvering in it to sell me on it. So no, I would not continue to watch the new rebooted MacGyver series. And I would highly recommend that you just go watch the 10 and a half minute web series that Richard Dean Anderson made to sell a Mercedes Benz van in Europe. Because there's more MacGyvering in that 10 minutes than we saw in the 41 minutes that we just fucking watched. Can I say something really fast? I think if they wanted to make this show work, they would have had to have set it in the 80s, back when you had to use more mechanical shit and rely on tech things and technology yeah. less. I think I'd it would have worked with, yeah. way better. I think or that like, works. I agree. People typing on keyboards just does not it's hit not the same exciting. notes as Richard Dean Anderson cutting wires and MacGyvering shit with physical right. objects. Like, I mean, why he, didn't they yeah. make it a MacGyver prequel of like in the 40s, MacGyver's dad? You know what I mean? Like, just Ooh. I would have rather seen something like that oh. rather than a continuation. Yeah, so no, I'm not going to continue watching this. This has reinforced the belief in me that broadcast television and I just went separate ways about 10 years ago and I'm (laughs) on completely different channels from it at this point. But Jay, you inflicted this upon us. You brought our second Richard Dean Anderson property of the month. It's down to you, MacGyver 2016. Would you continue to watch it? Uh, When I was a kid, I really wanted more action in MacGyver. Like, I enjoyed... The, the times when I was caught watching MacGyver as a kid, it's one of those shows that I wouldn't necessarily seek out, but if I stopped on like Matlock, which I also loved, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. But I realized now that a lot of it was that tension for me. And at the time I wanted more action, but now that I'm given more action in MacGyver, I find that it's really unsatisfying and that it makes the MacGyvering just not make any sense to me. And that's really the awesome part of MacGyver. So this is just not MacGyvery enough for me to watch it. And so, no, I will not continue watching MacGyver 2016. Uh, well, I guess that makes me a loner today, guys. I am the sad man on the couch by myself. Cinemites, the verdict is in. Three out of four of us are not going to continue to watch 2016's MacGyver. I alone am going to be the 86-year-old man sitting in the retirement watching reruns of NCIS and be happy. Well, Cinemites, either way, you know the drill. It's up to you. Go ahead, at least give an episode a watch if you want to watch the pilot and let us know what actually happened and maybe a little bit more context for what we just watched. That would be awesome. But otherwise, let us know what you think. So, Casey, we got a new month coming up next month. You're going to drive us there. What do we got going on? 
you better strap up your horses, get the collar and the wagons, because we're going to the sad, sad west. Did you say cholera in the wagons? Yeah. Because I feel like I've had that happen before on Oregon Trail. Yeah, no. We're going to have Oregon Trail diseases, I hope. I don't know. I haven't watched a Western in a really long time, but I'm very excited to bring to us next week the beginning of Sad Sad West coming at you. The first 3D <laughs> Western, maybe. I don't know. I've, I have watched this movie before, and I'm so excited to show you guys. I, I think I've it's going to be great. My, I've seen my fair share of westerns, and I've never even heard the name, so I'm I'm kind of interested here. It's a very interesting movie. So next week, we'll start Sad Sad West. And if you guys have a bad movie we should check out, review, or just want to say hi, check out the Shitty Cinema Facebook page, sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies Bad People, and that's PPL, shittycinema.com. Or email any one of us at shittycinema.com. J.K.C. Juice. Dave, he doesn't check it. He doesn't even know what email is. Send him an expiring check. Show him how much he'll miss out on. (laughs) Via email? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know what online banking is. Anyway, if you want to help support us, check out the Patreon page. And as always, let's turn out the lights. Straighten out a paper clip. And learn how to break these beanie babies out of my mom's cabinet. Huh?